Join Planet Fitness now through June 15th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $24.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $24.99 a month. Deal ends June 15th. See club for details. Are you ready for spring? Well, now's the perfect time to head out to your local garden center and pick up a hydrangea from Proven Winners to add to your landscape. Proven Winners hydrangeas are gorgeous and simple to care for. There's just no better or easier way to enjoy a flower-filled summer. Take the time to plant one now and look forward to years of enjoyment and compliments. Look for Proven Winners hydrangeas in the white containers at your favorite garden center. All Hit Radio Welcome to the X-Zone A place where fact is fiction And fiction is reality Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your guest. I'm your host. I shouldn't say guest. No, the guests are coming on the show. I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. On the Exxon Broadcast Network, the Good News Radio Network, satellite providers around the world, as well as ground radio stations and the Internet. Worldwide toll-free, 800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV and our website, where you can listen to the Exxon 724-365, is www xzoneradiotv.com. My first guest tonight is Dr. Leela Alley. She is a pharmacist for 16 years and has been working in pharmacies for over 25 years. Now, over the years, Dr. Leela has had the opportunity to see how patients who make more and more medications over time get sicker and sicker, which inspired her to find better ways to treat sickness. Dr. Layla learned there are a variety of alternative and natural solutions to health conditions, and people often struggle with them for years. Dr. Layla found that people depend upon medical doctors for all their health care needs, but the simple truth is that medical doctors are no longer trained in true health. They are only trained in drugs. Now, this inspired her to write her book, Off Balance, The American Way of Health, A Pharmacist's Perspective on Why Drugs Don't Work. Two websites this hour, Exonation. OffBalanceTheBook.com and WhatToDoAboutHealth.com. Joining me now is Dr. Layla Alley. And Dr. Layla, welcome to the Exxon. Oh, thanks so much. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Tell me, uh, you and I were chatting a bit before we went on air, and uh, 
Why do why do people consider you to be a renegade pharmacist? Uh, you know, the people that are pharmacists now, they just come out like I I work with a lot of people that are fresh out of pharmacy school, mm-hmm. and we're just really trained in drugs. And um, they're trained to say that anything else is not FDA-approved, therefore it's unworthy. So, you know, the the thinking for them is um, is just very straight drugs, and everything else is inferior. It sounds as if pharmacists of today are just marketing agents for big pharma. You know, it's hard not to agree with that. Yeah. I mean, if you come out of school and you don't learn anything else, it's hard not to disagree. Sorry. If you don't learn anything else, mm-hmm. then, yeah, that's certainly something you could be, and um, that's how you're trained. De- definitely pharmacy, 100 years ago, they used to do natural remedies and learn different things like that, and now it's just drugs. When, in your opinion, doctor, did the transformation from natural remedies to pharmaceuticals made by drug companies happen? You know, they said in the 19, early 1900s, people would have a lot of choices, you know, and everything mm-hmm. was sort of on a level playing ground. So you could, you know, wonder if acupuncture was the best choice or another holistic practitioner. And um, it's when they started making money, when it became a business. And there's actually a lot of history on that that you could read about where they start suppressing it. They had um, um, a guy, he did this Flexner report. He did a report a long time ago. And basically, they pushed all the natural therapies out of the medical schools, you know, and that was in the early 1900s, uh, I'm not sure, 1920s maybe. And after that, they became less legit, less recognized. And then um, when penicillin was discovered, that was in the um, 1920s or 30s, mm-hmm. and uh, people had great cures. I mean, penicillin was a great thing when it was, you know, discovered. And so that kind of boosted it. So it's been a slow progression, and now it's completely out of control. Doctor, you and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Exonation, my guest this hour, is Dr. Layla Alley. She's the author of Off Balance, The American Way of Health, A Pharmacist's Perspective on Why Drugs Don't Work. Once again, she has two websites, and here they are. The first one is www.offbalancethebook.com. And also, whattodoabouthealth.com. Dr. Alayla Ali is my guest this hour, and we're going to be talking about pharmaceutical issues this hour with a renegade pharmacist. She's really not a renegade pharmacist. She's a very caring, loving person who just wants the best for people. And that's why she's here tonight in the X-Zone. We've got to take a two-minute commercial break, but when we come back, more of this amazing lady... And her story as the Exxon continues from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Once again, you can listen to the Exxon seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year, by going to our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Or on your telephone now, there are uh, charges that apply. It's 213-401-0080. I'll be back in two minutes. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Leela Alley is my very special guest this hour. She's the author of Off Balance, The American Way of Health, A Pharmacist's Perspective on Why Drugs Don't Work. Two websites, offbalancethebook.com and whattodoabouthealth.com. 
Doctor, uh, maybe you can take us back to the the roots of modern day pharmaceutical. Oh, the the roots. Um, so I mean, going back a hundred years mm-hmm. or a thousand years, you know, it was um, herbs and things that came from the ground. They were natural products. Um, so it wasn't like it was like it is now. But the natural products. You know, to make them a sellable thing, Mm -hmm. they have to alter them somehow, and then all of a sudden you have a pharmaceutical that can be have a patent on it, and then and the pharmaceutical companies can make a lot of money. So, you know, the natural things actually have to be altered to be profitable. Tell tell me, doctor, is there a major difference between, for example, Tylenol three, which is made by the Tylenol company, or the generic? um, What would it be, Tech? TEC? No. Uh, TEC would be Percodan or Percocet. Uh, But is there a difference between the name brand and the generic? You know, um, people call and ask that all the time. The brand is more expensive and the insurance Mm -hmm. isn't covering it. The the brand name drugs do all the testing. They're the ones who discover it. They have to test it on people and, and, um, you know... They have a long process to get that passed. But when you do the generic, they just have to measure the levels of the drug inside the body. So they're just kind of measuring and making sure it's equivalent to the brand. So the brand people do all the homework on it. So the generic has to go through a lot less testing. And, you know, um, if if the levels show to be the same in the body, then it's considered to be equivalent, and the FDA will, will approve it. So, um, oh, go ahead. No, no. Okay, so yeah, so is it better? Well, a lot of people say the brand works better. I mean, it does have a lot more extensive testing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times for the price, you know, it's not that much better. But I think it does vary from, from place to place. A lot of the manufacturers now are in all kinds of parts of the world, including Europe, China, India. And, you know, they're supposed to go under FDA regulations. Yes. But, you know, how well that's monitored, who knows, Right. Right. What inspired you to write your book, Doctor? Um, You know, I've just been working for a long time, and I just see people get piled up with drugs. They get one, they go and complain about a symptom, and the doctor Mm -hmm. gives them another one, and they're never really getting healthy. And then um, I just got on a tangent where I was learning all about alternative health, and it was just amazed. I was so amazed at what I didn't know as a so-called health practitioner you know, I didn't know anything about nutrition or, or cleansing or emotions and and how to deal with them and thoughts. So I just learned from that that there's so much more to health. And and then I learned that, you know, in my book I have um, interviews with individuals who have healed themselves from health conditions that their doctors couldn't treat. And I have uh, like eight or nine people that I've met along the way, and they, they have uh, great stories. And mm-hmm. um, one girl, she um, had chronic fatigue she just felt terrible, and she was sick all the time, yet she was a young dancer. And, um, you know, she went She went to the doctor, and they didn't have anything. They do some tests, and they say, well, you're fine. So, I mean, nobody wants to go to the doctor. where they People depend upon their doctor for all their health care needs. And he didn't have a solution. So she did her own research on the Internet, and she determined that she had chronic fatigue and was very toxic. And she went and told her doctor that she's known for years, and he told her, oh, yeah, I have chronic fatigue, too, and kind of laughed at her. And so at that point, she never went back. She learned how to cleanse her body. She went to actually a naturopath. Mm-hmm. 
and um, you know rebuilt her system with nutrition and getting rid of toxins. And she also had to deal with emotions. You know, when um, you don't deal with emotions in a healthy way, that leads to disease as well. Definitely, and in today's society, I would imagine that stress is one of the major uh, major causes for a lot of the problems that people within the medical community are seeing. Yeah, stress is huge. I mean, uh, you know, they say that they'll talk about the fight or flight response mm-hmm. where you're under stress. You know, we, we've evolved. I mean, that was just supposed to be every once in a while um, that you get that stress and then you go back to calm. And now people are in that state all the time and it's not natural. And there's a lot of ways to deal with that. But if you go to the doctor with stress, you know, you probably have a drug coming out of there. And those yeah. drugs that help with stress are like alprazolam and diazepam. They're very addicting. So once you get on them, they're not easy to get off either. And then you become what we call a very good customer. You come in demanding and screaming for your medication when you're addicted to it. But, you know, there's there's other ways. There's medication. There's ways to deal with your thoughts and things like that that people could do. Let me ask you a question, uh, Doctor. Why isn't alternative and holistic medicine practiced by your family doctor? You know, as we were saying, it just they the they started discrediting them in the early discrediting them early in the in the century, and mm-hmm. it's gone where the doctors don't learn anything now except the drugs. So if you bring it up to them, they don't know anything about it. They have no training, and they're they're trained to discredit it. It's not FDA approved, so. Yeah, and it basically comes down to the pharmaceutical companies taking over the doctor training, you know, so they they have a huge influence in that. I mean, and then it, Mm -hmm. yeah, just, they should, if it was a good world, if it was a perfect world, they would say, wow, like say, for example, rheumatoid arthritis, you have swelling in the joints. So if you have the swelling in the joints, then you go to the doctor and you let them know and they'll give you a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory to help with it, like a nap, naproxen or um, ibuprofen. Yeah. And that gives you some release, relief, but it's not helping with the cause. So eventually the disease is going to progress, or you're going to get side effects because those drugs can cause ulcers. And then you go back to the doctor, and then they'll, they'll give you maybe a second medication. So when you get on the second medication, they're more toxic. Now you're on two drugs, two things of side effects, you know, and... Um, you know, you're not getting you're not getting any closer to getting rid of it forever. You still have the swelling in the joints; it's just being suppressed. And then after that, they'll go with non-steroidal anti. Or, I'm sorry, the steroids, um, the corticosteroids that reduce your immune system. So if your immune system isn't working, then you don't have the swelling. But that's a big price to pay to have your re- immune system reduced. You know, then you're more susceptible to call all kinds of infections and cancers and things like that. So it's not something you really want to do. But that's the regular. That's a regular treatment for uh, acupuncture. But if you, I'm sorry, that's a regular treatment for rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. But an acupuncturist can actually help to heal the rheumatoid arthritis. So I mean, I, the the guy in my book that I talked to, he had a guy come in there and he was on tons of meds with no relief in sight, and um, he got him off all, almost all his meds and active and, and healthy. So he was great for acupuncture is a great choice for rheumatoid arthritis. So, you know, there, there, there are traditional Chinese doctors that operate within every, every city that I know. And it seems that more and more people are going to 
naturopaths, holistic practitioners, uh, the Chinese traditional medicine uh, providers or care providers, and are, are slowly leaving the, the their family doctors. Uh, have you seen this trend as well? Uh, you know, I see it more and more. It's definitely more part of my life since mm-hmm. I've become more involved in it, so I know a lot of holistic practitioners. But I just know there's a big gap that people don't know when they can go to acupuncture. They don't know that if they have a health condition. Like my aunt just lately, she was asking me, what can I do about blood pressure? The doctors can't get it down. And I know acupuncture is a good choice for that. But the thing is with the medical, the, the you know, the drugs are a business. So they have you coming in every month for drugs. So they have huge profits. And because of the huge profits, then you get the advertising. And then they're a normal part of our, our consciousness, right? I mean, you yeah. just see them everywhere. And natural therapies that heal you will never have that kind of power to advertise. They'll never be able to, they'll never be able to compete. So basically people are on their own to learn about it because it's not going to be up in your face like everything else. There are those listening tonight who really believe that most of the major diseases have been cured, but the cure has been suppressed in order to keep a high profit within the pharmaceutical companies. What's your opinion on uh, that? You know, I, uh, I come from the opinion that, uh, I mean, my opinion is that almost everything can be healed. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times people get things very late, you know, um, in the pro- in the progression because they don't they don't go to the doctor or they go to the doctor and the doctor doesn't have anything to help them until there's a, a symptom. Right. Um, but yeah, it's you know from my point of view, I I believe anything can be healed if you're willing to deal with the emotions, the toxins in the body, the thoughts, and and um, you know letting go of things. Forgiving is huge for disease as well. So yeah, I think for almost anything can be cured at this at this point. For when I from what I've learned. Is it is it very hard for someone to detoxify their body? You know, it's not fun because we love our food, right? Mm-hmm, so, sure. Yeah. So, you know, when you cleanse, I mean, I, I learned to cleanse at Optimum Health Institute, which is in San Diego, and there's also one in Texas. But you do, you do raw food. You eat raw food for a week, mm-hmm. and you also do wheatgrass, and wheatgrass pulls out toxins. And um, people go there with cancer, and they... They, they get healed. I, I met wow. a guy there. He was like, looked like he was in his late 80s. And um, he told me that they gave him three months to live. And then he started laughing and said that was 12 years ago. Because, you know, he, he knew how to get rid of it. He knew how to deal with the cancer. But And also, when you talk about detoxing, you're talking about the emotions as well. You, you can't be angry at people for years. And, you know, it's going to affect your health. We have to learn how to let things go and... Um, you know, have experiences and, and then learn how to be at peace with them. So the anger and emotions can definitely lead to disease as well. I would imagine with all the different chemicals that are being put into foods these days that the food that we're eating that is chemically laced is also no good for us. Yeah, and it's almost impossible mm-hmm. to uh, avoid it. I mean, you really have to make a big effort. To um, you know, I mean, of course, organic is always better. The you know, unprocessed food, you know, any of the breads or um, you know, limited meat. They say no meat, yeah. But um, you know, that's always a, a debatable and depends on the person as well. But um, if you do eat meat, it's best to eat it separate, not combined with everything. It's easier to digest. 
your body, you know, there's a lot of different things to consider when you're eating. And so we just have to watch yeah. what we eat, and also there's other aspects that that we have to incorporate in body, soul, and spirit in order in 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 order to have a healthy lifestyle. Doctor, stand by you, and I have to take our. News break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation Dr. Leela Ali is our guest. What to do about health.com and off balance, the book.com. We'll be back on the other side of this news break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Stargazing Week of November 3rd through the 8th, 2014 with the X-Zone. Are you still adjusting to setting back the clocks? At least we all got that extra hour sleep. Sunday is a soft day, one to rest and relax. At least we're through Mercury retrograde in two eclipses. The tone changes on Monday with an Aries moon, as we expect upsets on Election Day when the moon aligns with Uranus. Should prove to be interesting focus this week is on the full moon on Taurus on Thursday the 6th. The full moon is opposed by Saturn, Venus, and the Sun. You will be called into your emotional depths in order to restructure your values. This full moon is complicated and can be stubborn, intensely sensual, and may uncover feelings you have about relationships, secret attitudes, and what you've been hiding about your money issues. Taurus rules the throat, so is there anything you've had a difficult time swallowing? This has been going on all year, but we are in the final stages of Saturn and Scorpio, so it's time to clean up the theater and get ready for the new show, commencing on Christmas Eve when Saturn moves into Sagittarius. Beginning on the weekend, the third of Mars aligns with karma-giving and rebirthing Pluto, and this can bring in some negative, violent, and destructive moments. Give a wide berth on the road, as well as to people who are impatient or angry. Mercury plunges back into Scorpio as well bringing in communications that are secretive, manipulative, and accompanies the green-eyed monster, Scorpio. This is the best time to file for bankruptcy or foreclosure, as well as to be sure that your insurance coverage is up to date. On the positive side, you can apply your physical energy through meditation and visualization to transform your life at core levels. Pay attention to any anger and resentment that appear within you, and don't try to force any issues as others may have the upper hand. The moon moves into Gemini on the weekend and brings talking, communications, lots of short trips, quick errands while you're keeping on the move. It's not the weekend to begin any focused projects, or so just relax and take in a movie. Ideas are flowing now, but the ideas may not manifest. And for more information or to contact Elizabeth Joyce for a private one-on-one consultation, visit her website at www.new-visions.com. That's www.new-visions.com. Exonation, my guest this hour is Dr. Layla Alley. She is a pharmacist. She's been a pharmacist for 16 years and has been working in the pharmaceutical industry for over 25 years. She's the author of Off Balance, The American Way of Health, A Pharmacist Perspective on Why Drugs Don't Work. And uh, two websites, www.offbalancethebook.com and also whattodoaboutheath.com. 
Um, when can alternative and holistic healthcare be a better treatment for certain health conditions and diseases over Western medicine doctors and drugs, doctor? Uh, you know, I think for most of the chronic diseases, mm-hmm. and the earlier you catch it, the better. But, um, you know, the the top, we were looking at the top most prescribed drugs of 2013, and, um, you know, about half of them at least could be helped with diet, with a change in diet, because you have acid reflux, mm-hmm. which could easily be changed with diet. You have cholesterol. There's a high blood pressure medication in there. Um, the number one was thyroid, actually. And um, that, you know, if you go to the doctor with a low thyroid, they'll give you a supple- you know, they'll give you a replacement. And once you start taking that replacement, your thyroid's not going to work as well. It's going to slow down. So then you'll always be on it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was talking to a yoga practitioner who does Ayurvedic medicine, which is the um, Indian medicine. And he was saying that there's some poses where you're upside down that puts pressure on the thyroid and help stimulate it you know so there's some yoga that can help and there's also some um you know exercise like just moving around athletes don't come in with low thyroid it's always people that just need to move a little bit more so you know that's the number one selling drug and that's something that can be treated um diabetes was number 12 you know as the a drug so in my opinion, the Western medicine, they should prescribe something or maybe they can help diagnose, and you should take something temporarily until you can learn better ways to resolve it, you know, holistically. So so tell me, in your opinion, why, you know, why is the cost of health care so out of control? You know, um, when people talk about that, you know, it's because people are taking, you know, they're... They're taking acid reflux medication that costs two or three hundred dollars a month, and insurance is paying for mm-hmm. it. That could be easily changed with diet. So, we're, insurance is paying for bad habits. And, and you know, when you think about the the insurance, you get car insurance. You pay a little bit, and then if you have an accident, then they help you out, right? You get your money back, or you know, it's for an emergency. But if you think about healthcare, they're paying for people to have bad health, bad habits. They're, they're, you know, the, the pharmaceutical companies are, are winning because the insurance companies are paying for their drugs, but people aren't getting healthier. So basically it's expensive because it's, it's, uh, people are using the health care system to maintain bad habits and more poor health. But the bad habits they're supporting have been prescribed to them by members of the medical community, and it's unnatural for people not to trust doctors. Yeah, it really is, and um, and um, you know, doctors come out with the ego. I mean, it's it's sort of I got to tell you, it's kind of disappointing to get out of pharmacy school and understand that I wasn't really trained in health. You know, that I paid all that money, mm-hmm. and I was you know I was more like a toxicologist with the drugs because I mean I didn't know about nutrition. I didn't know how to help people deal with emotions or anything else like that. So most people don't really want to see it like that, but. Yeah, the way I see it is doctors are, they depend upon them for all their health care needs, but they're not trained in complete health. And I think anybody can, anybody that goes to a doctor, you know, has to understand that. And, um, you know, depression is another one that's that's huge. Tons mm-hmm. of people are taking medications for depression. And nowhere in our world, who teaches us how to deal with pain and depression? You know, they just give you a pill. But, I mean, 
there's ways to, you know, if you learn how to feel your pain and, and then let it go, you're, you're, let yourself feel depressed. It's okay. You can, you can feel depressed with the intention to let it go and, and to get to a better place. But when you're pushing it away all the time, it's just going to get bigger. You know, right? The more you push it away, the more depressed people seem to get, and then they go with the drugs. So why doesn't the governing bodies or the federal government do something about this? If this is really the way the medical system is and the pharmaceutical companies are actually dictating to the doctors and then the pharmacists just have to, basically, uh, they're the shipping department for the medical industry, why doesn't somebody do something about it and say, hey, wait a minute, here it is, the year 2014, we're going into 2015, we have all this all this data on how alternative medicine helps, holistic medicine helps, all these different uh, health and mental exercises help, how uh, acupuncture helps. Let's take a look at the medical scene and let's incorporate all the best parts of all these different disciplines and make people healthy. Why isn't that being done? Yeah, that... You know, and I just think they're all, I mean, part of the mafia. I don't think, I mean, look, Kevin Trudeau made a step towards doing that, right? And, you know, I think if you ruffle up too much noise, then they're going to stamp you up. There's just so much money behind it. And uh, so much, you know, so much corruption. I guess the FDA and the pharmaceuticals, you know, the FDA has control and, uh, if they let a drug go by, then a pharmaceutical money company can make tons of money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, from uh, what I read, that it's just all one big happy family running the country. But but as as a pharmacist yourself and as a doctor, have you any firsthand evidence that big pharma and the government and as specifically the FDA are in bed together and? It's just a matter of a boys' club saying, okay, sure, go ahead. Well, you know, they have to, They have to, of course, go by some rules. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, somebody's always watching something. But if you look at the drugs that have passed and, and killed people, like, I mean, you know, Vioxx um, was out for a long time. Vioxx was an anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. that, um, you know, people were getting heart, heart attacks from it and dying. And, um, you know, they just kept it on the market as long as they could. There, there's um, there's just a lot of cases where they just do what they can to push it out, knowing that it's going to be pulled off the market after so much harm is caused. And then, you know, they'll you know pay the lawyer fees, which are always a fraction of their profit anyway. So they don't, they don't really, you know, they do what they can. They don't care. If, there was some um, studies, and they had... Um, I'm trying to think of a specific one, but the sertraline, which is an anti, antidepressant, you know, SSRI mm-hmm. for, you know, same class as Prozac, they had studies that showed the placebo did better than that. So, the you know, the drug companies are doing the tests, so they just don't bring those out when they're trying to get it passed, right? Well, don't, so they, don't, they ha- don't they have to bring out the test of the medical trials in order to get approval from the FDA? Yeah, and I... I you know, not sure if I trust those trials either. Because one guy said that you can make a study, you can make the results whatever you want. Really, I mean, if you're testing the drug, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there's so many variables. If you're t- testing the drug that you're eventually going to profit from, 
how, how are you going to have an unbiased study? Well, let, let, me ask, how, how, let me ask you this in all fairness, okay? In all fairness sure. to Big Pharma. Okay. They have drugs that have helped. Like, it's just not a, a, a matter of Big Pharma just spewing out drugs that, that do more harm than good. They, they've come out with many drugs and helped millions upon millions upon millions of people over the years. And the FDA has done a wonderful job at times of, of catching uh, drugs that would have been put on the market, but because they were there, they were able to stop it from going any further. So how do we, how do we temper the good with the bad, the positive with the negative. Yeah, and you know, I think, um, you know, and you're right, absolutely, there's um, good drugs that have come sure. out. Like I said, the antibiotics were great when they first came out, but now they're over-prescribed. Yeah. Um, they, they, uh, have, they had a cartoon on Sesame Street once where they showed a kid going to the doctor to get a prescription filled. I mean, yeah, so there's, they're over-prescribed, there's resistance, they're, they're prescribed when you don't need them, mm-hmm. just when you have an achy this or that, but, um, and that's, that's, that's how it starts, I mean, uh, it started as a very good thing, you know, I mean, and it seems like a lot of the drugs started as good things, but they just get out of control with the greed and the marketing, you know, acid reflux medications are great, right, but... You know, you don't need to be on those forever. You need to be on them until you can adjust your diet and get that balanced out. And same with cholesterol. But once so, again, you know, do you we know, do we give all the blames in these these cases to the doctors, or do we say, hey, listen, patients today, you know, the it's uh, uh, people want immediately, immediate right. um, results. They don't want to change their diet. People don't want to go on diets, doctor. My goodness, I remember when I first went on my <laughs> no, first diet. It was hell. I would have rather have gone to have wisdom teeth pulled out over and over again. I wanted that Big Mac. I wanted those ribs and sauce. Right. I wanted those chicken wings with my big jug of beer. Right. And you know, if you if you eat those and yeah. you know, then that's that they know that that I mean those are fun foods that people sure. like to eat. So people have to, you know, they have to do it from the ground up. And, and, yeah. and But once you get off those foods and you see how you feel, a lot of times that's enough to make some shifts. And not saying go from all those fun foods to raw food, but some yeah. small shifts in your diet can do some big things as well. But um, and, and you're absolutely right. There is a spiral where the doctors just know how to give a drug. The, the people just want a drug. So there's nobody really complaining. Who's complaining, right? Exactly. Well, maybe the insurance companies are complaining. Yeah. So, but you know, you know, and the people that oh, the people that get sick when they're forty, when they when diseases that they're eighty. Look at the cancer too. Mm-hmm. People are getting it so young now. Nobody had cancer when we were kids. You know, well, it's just a few. I agree with you. You know, like I can't remember anybody being obese when I was a kid. I can't remember anybody. Uh, like you said, cancer was very rare, for goodness sake. But back then, yeah. people were outside a lot more. There wasn't as many chemicals and preservatives in the foods that we have. The, li- the pace of life was right. a lot slower. The family unity was a lot tighter. Things have changed. So as, as much as I like to point the finger at the medical community, the pharmaceutical company, I think that... A third of the problem is how we live. And it's a lot cheaper for a family to buy non-organic than it is organic. 
right? It's it's yeah. cheaper to get three tacos at Taco Bell than it is to get a healthy meal. So you're right. Yeah. So and it, it takes an individual effort. I I yeah. remember I used to go to Wendy's and and uh, at one time get their biggest burger with their biggest uh, miss. What's the drink called? Uh, uh, a frosty, I don't know, big bulb. yeah, I don't know what it is. you know, and oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was in my glories. Now I go to Wendy's and I have a salad, right. you know, with water. I used to drink a lot of yeah. soft drink, and then I figured, oh wait a minute, I should switch to diet pop because diet it's got to be healthier. Well, then you've got the aspartame problem. So now yeah, I just you drink want cancer or diabetes, right? You yeah. Have to... But you know, the thing is too, like what twenty, thirty years ago, the food was just sort of food. I mean. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, we, we don't know what it is anymore, right? They just inject, they yeah. process, and um, they take out everything, then they inject colors and flavoring, and uh, it's just, our, our bodies, how long till they stop recognizing it, especially with the GMOs, you know? And then, I mean, people that eat the natural foods, you know, the, the unprocessed, raw foods are even cooked, uh, you know, simple life, they don't have the weird, strange, unknown diseases later in life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, in a general statement, they don't have the toxins in their bodies. Doctor, you and I have to take our final break. Please stand by. Exonation Nation Dr. Layla Ali is our guest. And uh, she's the author of Off Balance, The American Way of Health, A Pharmacist's Perspective on Why Drugs Don't Work. When we come back, I'm going to let you know where you can buy a copy of this book. Christmas time is coming up. This would be a great book for people that you love and you care about how they feel and what the drugs they're taking may actually be doing. We'll be back. Don't go away. Oh, Exonation. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Ali, I'm sorry, Dr. Leela Ali is our special guest this hour. She's the author of Off Balance, The American Way of Life, a pharmacist's perspective on why drugs don't work. Her website is www.offbalancethebook.com. And there's another website that she has that's what to do about health.com. You know, it, it, it's funny because my producer was uh, just sent me a little text before saying that he was watching TV at home with his wife. One commercial was about uh, one of the one of the fast food uh, chains, followed by um, uh, an advertisement for a prescription drug that is being sold by a pharmaceutical company. And he said, "You know, Rob, what was really funny is that." Halfway was all the benefits of what this drug could do. Then it switched to, but some of the risks may be. And it's list after, li- and you know, item after item and after item. And it's mumbled, right? Yeah. They mumble it. They should have to show the image of what those things look like, but they just mumble it so it's not that significant. So it's, uh, you know, I, I think that one of the major problems is that People don't want to take responsibility. We like to pass the responsibility on to our physicians. We like to pass the responsibility on to our pharmacist. But we have to take control of our own lives. And, if, you know, we do have the right to ask our doctor questions. We do have the right to ask the pharmacist questions. And my advice to people, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a pharmacist, I'm just a consumer. But my experience right. has been, Ask your pharmacist the questions that you have about the drug because they know. Usually, 
life. They know. Dr. Uh, Ali, what is the message that you would like to leave with the Exxon Nation tonight? You know, I, I really want people to know that the doctors don't have all the answers, and they don't know that they don't have all the answers. So you do, like you just said, people have to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is going to. If you want to give it to a doctor and pharmacist, they'll take it. But if you want to get healthy, then it's up to you. You're, you're, you just have to get all the, you have to do the research yourself and find the different therapies that can help. Who would benefit by reading your book, Doctor? You know, I think anybody that, that has gone and, and failed because, I mean, there's people that, you know, are that relied on the doctor and have mm-hmm. struggled for years, and, and stories in my book of people that have pain for 20 years and suffering, or another one had, he had neuropathy, and um, even a lady with cancer, so, uh, and the chronic fatigue I mentioned earlier, but anybody who, who's struggling with something or, or just wants better health and wants to know that there's more out there. I think would have, would really help out just to open up the eyes and see the new world, especially before you have a health condition, it'd be great. And now some prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? That's right, and just knowing what's out there before you have any issues, you know. Dr. Ali, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Let our listeners know where they can get copies of your book. Um, sure, I'm on Amazon already, offbalancethebook.com, Off Balance, the American Way of Health. But I also have my website, like you said, is offbalancethebook.com. So I just um, got it out this year and uh, hopefully to help people make changes so they understand the healthcare system a little bit better and can make better choices. Doctor, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for your book. Thank you for your your eye-opening experiences, and I wish you the very best, and uh, keep the great work up. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Take care of yourself, Doctor. Exonation. Okay, you too. Our guest this hour has been Dr. Leela Alley. She's the author of Off Balance, The American Way of Health, A Pharmacist's Perspective on Why Drugs Don't Work. Once again, her website is offbalancethebook.com. Another website she has is whattodoabouthealth.com. And um, her book, Off Balance, The American Way of Health, a pharmacist's perspective on why drugs don't work, is available at Amazon.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues with yours truly from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. <laughs> 